When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everybody and welcome to View from the Crumbie. Uh, I'm Paul Jones and with me is fellow rugby writer Martin Croson. We're going to take a look back over the last eventful week in a series of eventful weeks at Welford Road this season as Tigers lifted the Anglo-Welsh Cup and then before the champagne had even gone flat they announced that Matt O'Connor was returning to the club as head coach with Aaron Major leaving, leaving after Saturday's derby with the Saints. Martin, you worked with Matt O'Connor during his first spell at Tigers, which brought plenty of success to the club. What do you think he will bring to the role as head coach? Uh, and is it a good appointment? Um, whatever the merits of whether Aaron Major should have left the club or not, I think the appointment of Matt is a, is a good one for the club. They're desperate now for some stability after five months, of, oh, sorry, five months, which has seen the back of three coaches in uh, Scott Hanson, Richard Cocker, and now Aaron Major. So, Stability is the key issue for the club now and um, I think they've gone for Matt because he's the person that can bring that. He knows exactly what makes the club tick and having been here for three years between uh, 2010 and 2013 and he knows a lot of the players still that are around and crucially he knows a lot of the coaching staff, the guys like um, Jordan Murphy and Richard Blaze, Boris Stankovic and Matt would have worked with all of those before so here's a club looking for some uh, continuity and to put an end to the revolving door in the coaches' room, Matt O'Connor comes along to uh, to hopefully bring that because Clarky the club really needs it at the minute. Uh, Matt's a very gutsy fighter. He, uh, if you want someone to fight for what he believes in and fight for his the players that work under him, Matt's that person. He also had a lot of success while he was here, and um, that's been overlooked a lot of the time when people have spoken about Matt's return to the club. Leicester are a very free-scoring uh, side under his tutelage. Um, they also had a very strong defence and it, it's easy, often forgotten that Matt was in charge of the defence while Richard Cockrell was director of rugby as well. I think Leicester led the scoring charts in three of those years that Matt was here and um, they also got a couple of uh, premiership titles during that time as well. So um, Matt is a person that knows how to win games in the premiership and that's crucial as well, especially for a foreigner coming in, Australian, New Zealanders, um, Todd Blackadder at Bath taking a little while to get used to how things take place in the Premiership and um, Matt knows how to win, he knows what it takes and um, he knows what's needed from forwards and backs to um, to win games and um, finish high in the, in the league table. Um, Paul, do you, the merits of Matt coming back, do you think it's a good move for the club at the minute? I agree entirely with what you say about the, the need for stability. Um, um, not many clubs go through uh, three coaches in the course of a season and, and Leicester Tigers I imagine are the, the last club you would expect because they have become a, a, a byword for stability over over the years so um, while it is a, a, a surprise to see that Matt is coming in before the end of the season I can quite understand why they've done why they've done it if you have a man who uh, you want to bring in as your head coach your leader or whatever you want to get him in as early as possible um, it, is a, it is a key part of the season we've, we've actually come down now to it almost being a five game season whether the Tigers get into the playoffs or not um, it's still very much within their own destiny 
uh, and Matt has to come in and sort of dot the I's and uh, cross the T's over the, the last uh, five games that are coming up uh, and then hopefully with a couple more into the playoffs. So I can thoroughly understand why uh, why they've done that and why there is a need for uh, Aaron to, to leave the club, which I think leaves everybody disappointed. Everybody who's ever worked with him and been around Aaron knows uh, what a terrific person he is and the way he's faced up to the media in some very difficult times uh, in, the, in the last six months. Uh, you know, I think back to uh, the hammering they took in Paris and then a, a week later it was a similar story at Belford Road after Glasgow had, uh, had walked all over Tigers uh, and Aaron came out and fronted up uh, and he said yesterday that he, he felt he left the club as a, a better coach uh, and a better person as well, having been through those experiences. We were both there yesterday, Paul, weren't we, when, when Aaron had to face the, face the national and local media one day after being relieved of his duties. How, how did that make you feel? I just thought it was a fantastic performance from him and, and said everything that you need to know about Aaron Major. You know, he, um, uh, he was honest about how he felt, uh, um, said that he'd been kept in the loop. Um, he, clearly, he wanted to uh, see the job through and quite understand that. But you know, the measure of the man is that he wants to see through this week when there's a huge game coming up against Northampton Saints, which won't decide the season for, for Tigers or, or for Saints, but will go an awful long way to uh, uh, confirming whether Tigers can go forward to the playoffs or not. So to want to be a part of that... Uh, in the wake of the disappointment of being told that you're no longer part of the uh, the process going forward just shows you what a, a huge character Aaron is and I think that is beginning to come across in, in what he has developed in the squad um, we saw immense character on uh, on Sunday from young lads, experienced lads guys coming back from, from injury to hold off a, a very strong Exeter performance uh, in the second half when the Chiefs had something like 80% possession is that what it was? It was 80% possession and you know, their, their try uh, in the second half came off, I think it was 39 phases. Yeah. Now you say, OK, you know, eventually Tigers did break, but because they saw through those 39 phases, that ran off enough time on the clock for Exeter to not be able to get the ball back in and uh, force another try, which could have seen them win. 256 tackles, is that right? 256 tackles, I think, must by Harry Thacker as well. <laughs> <laughs> and Freddie Burns. Freddie Burns weighed in with a good few as well. But yes, that, that showed the character that uh, I think Aaron Major has tried to instil into, uh, into the squad. Um, and I feel that's the sort of character that they're going to need in the next couple of games when they go to Saints and then they, they face Bathurst at Twickenham. Um, both huge matches and going to have a huge bearing on the season. Yeah, and the Saints game creeps up this weekend again. With there's never a time I don't think Leicester have played Northampton when there's not been something very, very big riding on it, and it's exactly the same this weekend. Saints are currently in sixth, uh, three points behind Tigers in fifth, who are one point off Bath in the all-important fourth position. So as you can see by that, wins for both Leicester or Saints um, could propel them into the into the top four. And interestingly, Bath, who are in fourth position, are away at Saracens um, and Allianz Park this weekend. So. Um, the form guide would suggest maybe a, a Sarri's win there. So this game basically could, could decide the side that, that uh, ends the weekend in fourth position with four games of the season left. So it's, it's, it's fairly obvious how important it is for both sides. Leicester have won six of the last uh, East Midlands derbies, so they'd be desperate to, to make that uh, number seven. And with Aaron going, do you think there'll be any added incentive? Is there such a thing these days as added incentive for the players to want to send him off 
um, with a with a memorable win under the belts. I think players talk about that, and it's it's the right way to go about it. But when it comes to a derby match, it's a hundred percent flat out anyway. What uh, whether uh, it's a new coach coming in or the last game for an old coach, I think. Uh, players on both sides are duty bound to give 100% for, for their supporters um, the fact that Aaron is, is leaving after the game uh, yes the guys will want to send him off with a victory but more important they'll want to get a victory under their own belt so that uh, it makes sure that the season has a chance of continuing to go forward uh, towards those playoffs um, it's a huge game Franklin's Gardens is, is sold out and there'll be a good lesser contingent there uh, it's the first time that I've been to uh, Franklin's Gardens for uh, an East Midlands derby, but I'm looking forward to it. So goodness knows what the players are feeling about it. Yeah, and then um, after that, I mean, it's fairly obvious if they win, if they beat the Saints and then uh, beat Bath away at Twickenham uh, in a fortnight's time after that fixture, that they'll be very well set up for the last uh, three games of the running, which I think is Newcastle and Sale, and then Worcester away on the final game of the season. So. These next two games really do define Leicester's season and um, two wins of any sort by however, however many points, however in whatever sort of style they can get it, will, um, will go down fantastically well with everybody there, won't it? It certainly will and when you look at the runnings of the, uh, the respective sides, I think you're really talking about the, um, the last position really, which is, which is up for grabs. Um, with uh, Wasps, Exeter and Saris probably just about confirmed in the top three places so it's between Leicester, Bath, Saints and, and maybe one other who might come through with a with a late charge for that last place and I think Tigers have probably got the best running uh, or, or what would appear to be the most comfortable of running um, but as we've seen over the uh, the course of the season there are no, no gimmies in the uh, in the Premiership and everybody comes to, to Welford Road and, and wants to uh, put one over Leicester. Um, so this game on Saturday is uh, is huge. It would set up uh, the running very, very nice if Tigers can get points from it. Uh, and if they do, if they are able to get a win on uh, on Saturday, I see no reason why they won't finish in the top four. So sneak into the top four, beat Saracens or Wasps away from home and then get to a final at Twickenham, which anything can happen, and lift two trophies in a season in which you've lost three coaches. That's the grand plan at the start of it? Uh, I think Toulouse Vianu mentioned in uh, in his Twitter uh, account this week that uh, people don't quite realise how how lucky they are in the situation that Tigers have at the moment. Just won the Anglo Welsh Cup, uh, well placed to get in the playoffs for the uh, uh, for the Premiership. Um, is that a crisis season? I think most clubs would would settle for that. Leicester Tigers aren't most clubs. We we know that, but no, a lot revolves around Saturday. If they can get a win. Uh, go forward from from there, then I expect them to get in the top four. And once you start playing knockout football, who knows? Great stuff. We'll wrap it up there then. Uh, thanks a lot for listening. That's um, all the best for me, Martin Croson and Paul Jones. And we'll catch up with you as the uh, hopefully as the playoffs beckon. Ook bewust bezig zijn met je mobiel? Dat kan al voor 11 euro per maand met mijn sim only. Nu met 100 minuten of sms'jes en 2500 MB 4G internet. Kijk op ben.nl. Ben.